the fantasy's finest fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. Welcome back to another episode of the fantasy's finest podcast. Y'all know what it is. It's me, your host, William. Man, it's been a crazy week. I'm so I was I was upset that I didn't get to do the uh, Thursday episode and get you guys ready. I was kind of upset about that. So I'm like, man, I can't let this week go by without getting another episode in. And me and uh, the guys had already talked about doing an extra episode, you know, going into the weekend, going over injury reports and um, maybe even talking about the Monday night football game and getting y'all guys ready for that. But I figured, you know, I can't, <laughs> I can't let this week end without getting another episode in so week five is here the kickoff is at 9 30 for the atlanta falcons game and the new york jets so if you have your lineups already set for that you're already covered if not you know hopefully you already did that we had posted about it on our social medias about yo you might want to make sure that you got those games set um, if you're playing any of those guys so we're going to get into this episode i'm not going to you know, like this isn't gonna be long with it like i gotta get you guys set that's the that's the main priority i came on to get you guys prepped and ready to go for sunday this is a little sunday special we're gonna call it um for this week and then we'll go forward and see how we can squeeze this joint in but week five we're gonna go over some injury news in our news and notes section for this episode then we're gonna go into some starts for this week and then we're gonna recap week four's pickums and week five selections because we've been talking mad trash on who's going to be the best for our weekly pickums. If you've been paying attention to the podcast, we kind of wrap up the shows with our pickums for each week. Right now, I'm killing it. I'm in first. Um, I have 35. My record is like 35 and uh, 19, I think. And then Ace is right behind me with 34. So I got to watch him because he's actually been killing it. Mark is last. <laughs> he's last in our pickums. So. He's got to figure out how he can get back up and catch up with me and Ace. So right now, Ace is Ace is my main competition, and um, I got to get him out of here. And then I'll let me see what else I got. Oh, my fantasy leagues wrap up wasn't that great. It was like I just came under five hundred. I was ten and eleven over all my leagues for week four. Um, I missed one of my my primetime league. I had. Elijah Mitchell, Chase Claypool, A.J. Brown, and T. Higgins. All of those guys were out. So I was scrambling. Like my fr- the my guys in that league was making fun of me. Like, yo, why are you making all these waiver moves? Because I'm trying to get players I can put into my lineup. Like I grabbed Hunter Renfro. I grabbed uh, Cameron Braid off waivers. I was just trying to do anything to try and win this week. But it didn't happen. Um it, it was not in the card. So I got to get a uh, rebound because that league is one in three or one in one in three right now. So I need to turn the ship around in that league. But most of my other leagues are doing pretty well. I have a couple teams that are um, one in three right now. I have a one, two, three. I see about maybe four off the top that are one in three. So like I said, I'm, I was 10 and 11 last week, so that's not too bad. That's like, I just missed 500. So we'll see how it goes, man. But like I said, I'm trying to get y'all ready. Losses happen. It's a long season, 
but you got to keep going. So we're also, we already told you what you want to get into this episode. So let's get into it. But you know what you got to do. Follow us on our social media at Fantasy's Finest on Twitter. You can follow me at Twitter too at Hype underscore Finest. And I just hit 3K followers. Yeah, buddy. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should go try and get verified now. But Twitter ain't going to show me that kind of love. <laughs> not, not yet, though. But you can follow Ace at Ace underscore ECA4. And you can follow Mark at McNucks. M-C-K-N-U-X. Follow us and hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform like Google, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Odyssey better hit me back. I'm still waiting, so I might have to shoot another email at him like, yo, I put the show in for to be added to Odyssey. What's going on? You know, come on, speed that up a little bit. But we'll we'll be hopefully we'll get on there, too. So we'll add that to our our network of, uh, for the podcast. But. Enough talking. Let's get into the episode. This is going to be a long news segment because it's not only just news. We're going to go over the injuries for heading into week five, too. Let's get it. News and notes from around the NFL. All right, big news out of Seattle. Russell Wilson has had surgery on a torn tendon in his finger and his throwing hand. He was forced out of week four's game, Thursday night football game against the Rams. He had to have surgery, and he's expected to miss six to eight weeks in recovery. Yikes. That is not good at all. Geno Smith will back up Russell Wilson in his absence crazy so if you just traded for dk metcalf oh boy because that's a stark drop from russell wilson and geno smith chicago bears announced that justin fields will be the starter going forward no more andy dalton talk hopefully matt Nagy will get a you know proper play or game plan around justin fields strengths so that we can see more of him and uh, progress this season that's the plus so let's go from there um, David Montgomery placed on IR. He will miss at least three games, but it could be possibly more. Um, remember he had a knee injury that was kind of scary. They thought it was going to be a torn ACL, but it wasn't. So keep an eye on how long he's going to be out, but he is on IR and he will miss the next three games. The 49ers, they put George Kittle, who's dealing with a calf injury on IR. He's expected to miss the next three games. Washington put Logan Thomas on IR. He's going to miss the next four weeks of the season with a hamstring injury. Christian McCaffrey was flirting around talking about he might be able to play against Philadelphia. That's scrap. So if you have Christian McCaffrey in your lineups because of the earlier news, take him out. He's not playing this week. He will not be playing this week. He's listed as doubtful. And Matt Rule had came out and told reporters that McCaffrey was going to do some health things uh, on Saturday, but he wasn't going to play him as long as he had an injury designation. So Christian McCaffrey's out. Chuba Hubbard is in. Take him out of your lineups. Vic Fangio said that he hopes Jerry Judy can return after missing six weeks from on IR. His initial timetable was about eight weeks, but they're hoping that he can come back a little sooner. This is coming from uh, Broncos beat writer, Zach Stevens. Now, the f- injury report. The latest that I've been able to see on some of these guys, 
Now, I always do this. Sunday, well, going into the weekend, they have a big injury report. But for whatever reason, and I've seen this personally, on Twitter, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport tweet out a, a ton of stuff Saturday night, like in, latest injury reports and all that stuff, and it baffles me. Because sometimes I'll stay up late and I'm checking my teams and stuff before I go to bed. And then all of a sudden I'll get a bunch of uh, tweets and stuff from Adam Schefter about players and their latest injury stats. So what I tell people is if you're, you, you know, if you're not going to stay up late to check all of that, I totally understand Sunday morning before kickoff. And this is a little different because of the Atlanta Falcons game, which starts at nine 30, but before kickoff at 1 PM, go over Twitter, check those timelines, um, if you have another source that you like to use, Sleeper is a good one, too. They have a, a, a football updates in a section in their application. Um, Bleacher Report, all that good stuff. Check those latest reports and see where players are at. And, of course, you can listen to us, too. So, you know, we got you covered. But for the for the latest, if any news drops on Sunday, Twitter is going to be your best source. Now, let's get into this. Antonio Gibson. He's playing through a shin injury, and he's listed as questionable for week five, but he is going to play. The latest reports on his injury is that it's a stress fracture, which could possibly get worse as the season goes on. But right now, he's able to play through it with no problems. Um, He's able to deal with the pain, so he's going to play week five. Just something to keep your eye on going forward. Um, Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper were dealing with injuries during the week. Zeke was dealing with a knee injury or knee discomfort, and Amari Cooper was dealing with a hamstring injury. Both were listed as questionable, but they are expected to play on Sunday against the Giants. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you haven't heard this news, he was dealing with a calf injury. He's knocked out for week five. Trey Lance will get the start against the Arizona Cardinals. TJ Hawkinson, who was dealing with a knee injury, he's expected to play for week five against... um, I just had it up here too. Look at my pickups. The Detroit Lions are playing against the Minnesota Vikings. So it might be a little cake matchup right there. You know what I'm saying? But Hawkinson, if you got him in your lineup, he's expected to play. Moving along, Dalvin Cook. Now, yo, Dalvin Cook. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to talk about this a little bit later in my uh, stardoms, but Dalvin Cook is a game-time decision right now. I don't know. I'll put it like this. I don't want to repeat of week four. And if he plays, they're going to split work between him and Alexander Madison. Now, could this be just a ploy? You know, oh, Dalvin Cook could play. And then he actually turns up. That's the hope. But I don't know. In in. I'll put it like this. In my teams that I have Dalvin Cook and I'm ha- I have a winning re- record, if I'm 3-1 and one or 2-2, two and two, I might take the risk and start him. But in my 1-3 leagues, nah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling him out of my lineups. I, I, can't, I can't deal with that stress. I'll be waiting until the prior to kickoff to see what the details are for Dalvin Cook. And if I'm desperate enough, I might play him. But I would suggest you have Alexander Madison on deck 
or somebody else to fill Dalvin Cook's spot because he stunk it up in week four. And I know you don't want to see that in your fantasy lineups again. So, I mean, he can play Ironman football. He probably should just, you know, sit out and rest that ankle and get himself together. But Dalvin Cook is going to be a game-time decision. Teddy Bridgewater, he was dealing with a concussion. He is expected to play. He cleared the league's concussion protocol, so he's going to be good against the Steelers for Week 5. Cortland Sutton is considered a pregame decision. He rolled his ankle during Friday's practice. Um, it's considered a low ankle sprain, I believe. So Cortland Sutton is a guy you need to monitor, but I think he's going to be able to play. But just stay on top of that leading into kickoff. Melvin Gordon was also dealing with a leg injury. He's expected to play against uh, the Steelers for week five. Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton, both dealing with hamstring injuries. Both are ruled out for week five. They will not play against the Cowboys. Chase Edmonds. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He's considered a game time decision against the 49ers for week five. Here's another one. Joe Mixon. He's dealing with a low ankle sprain that knocked him out of the uh, third last weeks, the week before last uh, Thursday night football game against the Jaguars. They're playing fast and loose with this. They're like, you know, Joe Mixon hasn't really been able to do anything in practice this week. And now they're like, you know, he's planning to play or they're trying to see if he can play. Samaj P. Ryan is a guy who needs to be on deck just in case. I don't like that situation at all. Um, You know, oh, well, Mixon could play. And, you know, if he plays and then he has horrible numbers or they're not giving him a workload because he's still banged up, it kind of nerfs Samaj P. Ryan because we don't know, at least up until game time, we don't know if – they're going to just take Joe Mixon out or leave Sabaji P. Ryan and let him rock. So just hold your breath. Check the reports. The latest reports right before kickoff. Just just put him on the bench, man. That's all you got to do. Let him sit for a week. Man, rolled his ankle or whatever was wrong with him. He, he got bad wheels, man. It's like every season we're dealing with ankle injuries for this dude. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore, wrong Moore, wrong Elijah. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell, he was dealing with a shoulder injury from two weeks ago. He's expected to play. He was uh, he cleared practice. I believe he put in a full practice on Friday, so he was cleared off the injury report. He is good to go against the Cardinals. That's the latest I have for the injury reports. I think there was maybe one more about Jamal Williams, who was dealing with a hip injury. He's good to go. I think that was it. So that's it. That's the latest injuries. Like I said before, make sure you stay on top of the latest news leading up to kickoff so you don't miss anything. But let's get into these stardoms for week five. And now for our feature presentation. All righty. So now. What I'm going to do is, you know, I'm going to go by positions and stuff like that. So, you know, for quarterbacks, I'm going to give you a couple of guys that you may want to stream this week, um, you know, in case you're missing a guy or your guy's hurt. But nine times out of ten, you probably got stable quarterback play. But if you don't, I got a couple names for you. Daniel Jones versus the Dallas Cowboys. Jones has been doing pretty good 
against, you know, I guess, you know, he's been playing pretty good for a giant, but he's been doing pretty well for fantasy points. He's averaging 24 fantasy points per game over the last three games now. And the Cowboys defense has been giving it up to opposing quarterbacks. They've been giving up the most passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks at 315 a game. That's not good. Not good at all. But for fantasy, you love it. Not only that, but Jones is also leading the Giants in rushing yards with 188. This looks like a game set up for Daniel Jones to do some damage. Um, like I said, because the Cowboys are giving it up pretty easily or uh, a bunch of passing yards. So if you're looking for a streaming option, I guess you can start Daniel Jones against my Cowboys, you know, whatever. Get you some fantasy points. Hope he get you a, a dub as long as the Giants take an L, you know, that kind of thing. Come on. Did y'all expect me to really prop up Daniel Jones like that? <laughs> Come on, man. Are you new to the show? You know how I get down. But, you know, that's besides the point. Daniel Jones can still rack up some points for you. So if you're looking for options, Daniel Jones may be your guy. Ryan Tannehill is another one. He hasn't been playing pretty well over the start of the season. He's only averaging 17.3 fantasy points per game. That's about 18th overall among quarterbacks. But whenever you have a quarterback who's been struggling, guess who comes along to save the day? The Jacksonville Jaguars. (laughs) They are ranked 28th against the pass heading into week five. Tannehill also gets A.J. Brown back. We'll talk about more about him later. But this should be a good matchup for Tannehill to bounce back. He gets one of his best weapons back, uh, despite the fact that he doesn't get Julio Jones. But Jacksonville sucks. Tannehill needs somebody to bounce back on. This is this looks like the perfect storm for Tannehill this week. Another one I got for you. Mac Jones versus the Houston Texans. Now, I will say Mac Jones is more of a dart throw. If you have to pick up Mac Jones to start him this week, you might need to make a trade or something because Mac Jones hasn't been the greatest quarterback, you know, since the season started. But, but you know, you already know that. But the matchup that he has against the Houston Texans is pretty good. Um, the Texans are giving up 264 passing yards per game to opposing quarterbacks. They've also... They also are giving up the seventh most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks at nearly 22 fantasy points per game. So even Mac Jones should be able to cook some points up on this game. If he can't lead that man on waivers, <laughs> leave that man on waivers and get the GM and then make some trades, man. Cause if you can't get, if Mac Jones can't do it against this sorry Houston Texans team, he ain't going to cook. Now let's move on to the running backs. Alexander Madison. I was told I was trying to tell talk about him earlier. Well, not talk about him earlier, but he's got the Detroit Lions this week. If Dalvin Cook cannot go, Alexander Madison needs to be in your lineups. Madison went nuts against the Seattle Seahawks in week three. 32 total touches, 112 yards rushing, 58 yards through the air on six catches. He didn't get into the end zone, but against the Lions, you should be able to do that. They're giving up the fourth most fantasy points per two uh, running backs, according to fantasydata.com, at 30 fantasy points per game. And Alexander Madison is going to get all the work. So 
If you got him off waivers or if he's still on waivers, might want to get him scooping. Get him scooping. Oh, boy. Don't please ignore that. Might as well scoop him up. My next guy is Leonard Fournette versus the Miami Dolphins. Fournette seems like he has the backfield on lock. He outsnapped Ronald Jones in week four against the Patriots. That was a good look. Giovanni Bernard wasn't around, so he was also getting a lot of the passing work. Bernard is expected to be back this week, so he may steal some of Fournette's passing work, but he's all he's way out snapping Ronald Jones. So it looks like he has a solid lead on the backfield. The Dolphins are giving up 136 rushing yards per game to opposing running backs. So Fournette should get the ball. He should get the ball a ton. He should be a good play this week. And they're giving up the third most fantasy points to opposing running backs. Yeah. I got Fournette in my lineup, so I'm hoping he cooks. I actually just traded for him, so I hope he cooks this week. My third guy, Chuba Hubbard versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Like I said earlier in the show, we CMC was a little flirt uh, talking about, you know, I'm, 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 I'm feeling pretty good during practice. I should be able to go against the Eagles this week. And Matt Rule was like, nah, bro, <laughs> sit down. Sit down. You're not, you're not playing this week. So with CMC out, Hubbard gets the backfield for another week. He had a decent game against the Cowboys in week four, 13 rushes for 57 yards, averaging 4.4 yards a carry. He should see a plenty of work um, out of the backfield as the man for the Panthers. The Eagles are giving up the most rushing yards per game at 150 yards Jesus, is that? See, now I'm looking at my notes and even I'm in disbelief. 150 yards a game per foot, uh, pro football reference. Six most fantasy points and nearly 29 fantasy points per game. Good Lord. I knew the Eagles was bad against the run. Maybe it was that Cowboys game that really messed them up. <laughs> but that seems to be the case. Chuba Hubbard is going to get a bunch of work. Um, volume wise, he should be a decent play against the Eagles. So if you have Hubbard or you grabbed him off waivers already, you already know what to do. Plug him in. Moving right along to these wide receivers. I got to go with AJ Brown versus the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. He should see a ton of work. He's coming back from a hamstring injury that he picked up in week three that knocked him out of the game. Julio Jones is still dealing with a hamstring injury. He's not likely to play. This is a cake matchup. Like I told you earlier that Ryan Tannehill needs this to springboard himself back into, you know, playing well. Well, AJ Brown got to use this game for the same reason. He should see a boatload of targets of being the legit wide receiver one for the Titans this week. The Jags defense completely blows uh, this should AJ Brown should have a great game this week. Like there's no statistic that should crack this. Like if he doesn't, then he's never going to have a good game, but this is AJ Brown. We're talking about. So I don't think we should panic just yet. He did have a He did. He has had a bad start so far. So hopefully this is one of the games where he can get over the, the fantasy yips and become fantasy relevant. My next guy is Hunter Renfro. I have to admit I've been slacking on Renfro. Like I went and grabbed him uh, last week 
in, around a bunch of leagues, as many leagues as I could. Renfro has been killing it so far. Like over the first quarter of the season, he's been baking. He's been quietly baking uh, for fantasy. Like he's one of Derek Carr's favorite targets. He's averaging about eight targets a game, seven and a half, eight targets a game. And he's averaging about 15 fantasy points per game in PPR formats. Hunter Renfro, like it's either Darren Waller or Hunter Renfro and nobody else. But he, I will say that that may be a little bit of extreme. I will say that Derek Carr has been getting more of the wide receivers involved. You've seen some splash plays from Hunter, uh, Henry Ruggs. Um, Brian Edwards is Mr. Fourth Quarter overtime. So but Hunter Renfro is the top guy at the wide receiver position for the Raiders. The Bears are tied for ninth in yards per reception with 7.6. They've been struggling against wide receivers and have been giving up 44 fantasy points per game in PBR formats. Hunter Renfro should be able to eat this game, especially since, like I said, he's one of Derek Carr's favorite targets. And finally, I got to go with my guy, C.D. Lamb, man. He's been struggling the last couple weeks. Um, he's been average looking. Since the Bucks game, he's had only eight targets over the last two weeks. He hasn't seen the end zone since week one against the Buccaneers, but he's playing a Giants team that's susceptible to the pass. Amari Cooper is still a little nicked up. He's going to play through a hamstring injury, but should Amari Cooper fall out or he's not able to get going against the Giants secondary, we could see CeeDee Lamb take on the leadership role and get more of those targets this week. The Giants are giving up 259 yards uh, per game for two wide receivers, 13th overall, and they're giving, them up, giving up about 35 fantasy points per game. C.D. Lamb should be able to eat this game with uh, Mark Cooper taking most of the attention away um, from the boy uh, James Bradbury from the Giants' secondary. So don't count C.D. Lamb out just yet. We I know he's struggled over the last couple weeks, but – Stick with them. The Cowboys are going to. I really feel like this is a revenge game. Not like, you know, this is Dak is going back to playing the team that he got hurt against. So wouldn't you feel a little chippy like, yo, I want to cook these dudes like we I played all right in that game. But I really want to like bake these dudes. So maybe Dak Prescott turns it on and we get a little more passing action at passing action this week. But we'll see. All right, I got a couple guys from my tight end position, too, I'm going to give you. Um, Cameron Brait versus the Miami Dolphins. Now, I know Cameron Brait didn't have the greatest game in week four. Uh, he was stepping in for Rob Gronkowski, who's still dealing with uh, fractured ribs and a punctured lung. But he did have six targets in that game, and that's with splitting snaps with O.J. Howard, who didn't see any targets in that game against the Patriots. So Cameron Brait seems to be the preferred tight end to fill the shoes uh, in the passing attack for the Bucks, while Rob Gronkowski is out. Could he get more snaps this week? Hopefully that's the case. Um, a little more a little more playing time for Cameron Brait to get on the same page with Tom Brady would be good. Um, especially since the Dolphins are giving up 15.4 fantasy points to opposing tight ends so far this season. Cameron Brait is, you know, he's still going to be buried behind Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown more than likely, but he still should see a significant amount of work to be viable this week, especially in a prime matchup. 
Dawson Knox is my other guy for my tight end position. He's playing the Kansas City Chiefs. Knox has been cooking the last two weeks. Three touchdowns, 13 targets over the last two weeks, and they play a Chiefs team who's giving up the fourth most fantasy points to the tight end position. Seems like a good matchup. He's being involved in the offense. Seems like it's all good. Hopefully he can keep that momentum going against the Chiefs. It could be a high-scoring game, so look for Dawson Knox to at least get into the end zone, put up some fantasy points for your fantasy squad. If you manage to grab him off of waivers, um, you should be looking at putting him in your lineup. All right, so let's get into these pickums, and we can wrap this baby up. Like I said earlier in the show, I'm currently in the lead on our record uh, for pickums. We started in week two, so we started calling the games uh, since then. My record is 35 and 13. Uh, Jalen's is 34 and 14. He's right behind me. And Mark is 29 and 19. He's got a solid lock on last place. And I'm trying to keep it that way. So we're going to go into week four. We did pretty good. We actually all broke even. We all uh, went 10 and six on our week four pickums. Um, we all had Cincinnati beating up, beating up on the Jaguars on Thursday night football. We all had Tennessee winning against the Jets and the Jets pulled the game out. The Tennessee Titans should be shaking their heads on that one. Um, we all picked Kansas City and Dallas. Uh, we all chose poorly against the New Orleans. Matter of fact, the Saints should have won that game. <laughs> the Saints should have beat the Giants. They had one job. Um, I missed on the Cleveland Browns, Minnesota Vikings game. I had the Vikings. The other two had the Cleveland Browns. I also missed on Detroit, but uh, Jalen missed on that one. Mark had picked Chicago. We all picked Buffalo to win. I picked Indianapolis to beat the Miami Dolphins. I don't know what the other two were thinking. I don't know what Jalen and Mark were thinking. They picked Miami. I I don't know. I saw Jacoby Brissett, and I've seen enough. He's not that good. So why they would pick Miami is beyond me. Atlanta Falcons, they let me down. They should have beat the Washington football team. But me and Jalen picked uh, Atlanta. Mark somehow managed to pick Washington. I think he's just picking the opposite of us. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't think he's just he free balling. He's like, if they pick one way, I'm going to pick the other. Um, I had San, uh, San Fran losing to Seattle. I had Seattle. Mark had San Fran and Jalen had Seattle. Arizona versus Los Angeles. I thought the Rams was going to cook them or at least put up a fight. But the Rams ended up taking the L. Me and Mark took that L and, and Jalen took Arizona. We all had Green Bay to win and the Baltimore Ravens-Denver game. I picked Baltimore, Denver went, um, not Denver, Mark went homer and he picked Denver and he took, he took that out and Jalen picked Denver too. I mean, um, he picked Baltimore. Then for the Tampa Bay, New England game, we all picked Tampa Bay. That was a little closer than what I expected, but I told y'all before Tom Brady went up there. He got a soft spot for New England. You know, he's like, you know, this is the place I came and I, I, I built a home here and blah, blah, blah. And he want to cook them like that. So I fully expect him to cook, come out and cook uh, Miami this week. And then I had the Chargers. Mark had the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Um, and Jalen, for whatever reason, picked the Raiders, and he had to hold that L. So we all ended up splitting 10-6 um, and six for week four. So coming into week five, um, we had we all picked Los Angeles Rams um, to pick 
for the Thursday night football for week five against Seattle. Um, the New York Jets versus Atlanta. We all picked Atlanta. Detroit versus Minnesota. We all got Minnesota. I might change that. No, I won't. <laughs> the Lions aren't they're not that good. Um, New Orleans Saints versus Washington football team. I picked me and Jalen picked Washington. Mark is going with New Orleans. Um, New England versus Houston. We all picked New England. Miami Dolphins versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. We picked the Bucks. Green Bay Packers versus the Bengals. We picked Green Bay. Denver versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Me and Mark picked Denver. Of course, I don't think he's ever going to pick against Denver, but we'll see how that goes. And then Jalen picked the Steelers. He's going to regret that. <laughs> Philadelphia versus Carolina. We, I, Me and Mark have Carolina. Jalen's going with Philly. Uh, Tennessee versus Jacksonville. I actually pulled up with Jacksonville for the upset. The other two guys picked Tennessee. Um, Cleveland versus Los Angeles Chargers. We all picked the Chargers. Chicago versus the Bears. I'm sorry. I said Chicago versus the Bears. <laughs> Chicago versus the Raiders. We all have the Raiders. San Fran versus Arizona. We all picked Arizona. Um, the New York Giants versus the Cowboys. We all sweep with the Cowboys and Buffalo and Kansas City. I actually have Buffalo pulling off the upset. Mark went with the Kansas City Chiefs and Jalen went with Buffalo as well. And then for Monday Night Football, Indianapolis Colts versus the Ravens. Um, we all picked Baltimore to win the game. So these are our pickums for week five. We will let you know how they go. Um, but that's pretty much it for this episode. We are done. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Get yourselves ready for week five. I had to get this out there. I had to put this episode out there. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure that you all set, get them week five W's and we will see you on our next episode. Y'all take it easy. Peace to the fantasy's finest podcast be sure to join the community on facebook and follow us on twitter too at the fantasy's finest see you next episode